Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Matt's world. It's my world, and you just live in it. Matthew Barr is here, and this is Fun Day Friday. Yep, Fun Day Friday. And of course, uh, you'll notice a beautiful woman there in the uh, picture right there on the podcast as you're listening to this on Hub Hopper, Ghana, um, Spotify, Google Podcast, or Amazon. Of course, I'll talk more about her later. But first and foremost, let's get into the kombucha of the day right here on Fun Day Friday. Yep, it's Fun Day Friday. And the kombucha of the day is Mystique Mango. Yep, Mystique Mango from Synergy Raw Kombucha. And I actually love this one. Um, this one, it, you know, it has mango. It has that good mango taste and, you know, very citrusy. Almost tastes like orange juice, to be honest with you. You know, it almost really tastes like orange juice. And <clears throat> normally I would be opening this up right now and drinking it, but I just brushed my teeth. So I don't want the uh, toothpaste taste in my mouth. So we're gonna give this a little while before I start uh, opening this up. I already shook it up, you know, so um, that way you won't get the bottom stuff. And that's the thing about uh, certain kombuchas, you also gotta shake it up real good. You know, I'm just demonstrating it right now. You can hear me shaking it up. You know, you really gotta shake it up, you know, so that way, you know, you won't get all the stuff on the bottom and, and what have you. And it's really good. It's from Synergy. Uh, Synergy Raw Kombucha. I mean, I like their flavors as well. And, you know, they do have some good flavors, you know. And this is another brand that I also drink as well. So that is my kombucha of the day, Mystic Mango. And now we're going to get right into... It. When you're talking about superheroes and comic books, uh, many of you know I have another podcast, Enter the Batcave. Of course, that's where I talk about all things Batman and superhero related. And speaking of which, this Sunday, continuing our Marvel in May, I will be doing a review of The Punisher, Circle of Blood. My opinion, uh, the greatest Punisher graphic novel ever. I mean, I've read a lot, and I've read a lot of stories, but this one, definitely the best. Absolutely the best. It's uh, tremendous. It's a good read, and I can't wait to read it to all of you. And I got into superheroes as a young kid watching uh, Batman the Animated Series, and, oh, sorry, not Batman the Animated Series, uh, Batman the TV Series, the 66, you know, the na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na Batman. And I also watched the Batman 89 movie that I had on VHS as a kid. And back in those days, uh, when we had the VHS tapes, 
Um, the main movies I would watch were RoboCop and Batman. Yeah, RoboCop and Batman. Those were my movies. I loved, 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 loved those movies. And, you know, it got me into action films. It got me into movies in general. And also got me into superheroes as well. And, and then, of course, later on, I graduated to other superheroes. You know, um, you know, Spider-Man, Superman, and Incredible Hulk, and... In fact, actually, um, I used to watch the uh, Superman movies with um, Christopher Reeves. Uh, the one I watched the most was uh, Superman Part Two. Yeah, that was the one with the um, General Zolt and you know his crew. In fact, actually, um, years later, I had a um, I had a math teacher, Mister um, C. And he had a he had a, he had a beard and hair. He looked like uh, General Zolt uh, before you know from Superman too. And I remember I would I had a dream one time. He came before the class and he went kneel before Zolt. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> and of course um, it was, for me it wasn't so much the comics. It was always uh, the cartoons and the the movies and the tv shows that's how like i was really into superheroes i mean i read a little bit of the comics when i was a kid and then uh years later when i got into high school um you know i discovered uh graphic novels i was in a borders bookstore um it was it used to be at um the cambridge gallery mall here in boston of course uh, that's no longer around but I would go to uh, Cameron's Gal Galleria, I would go to Borders, and I saw the graphic novels. You know, I saw the graphic novels, and I discovered, um, you know, and I discovered these, these graphic novels. They had these old uh, comic books, and, you know, reprints of old comics. And soon I started... Um, you know, I started collecting those, and some I still actually have to this day, and, and of course, by the time when I was in high school, um, you know, the X-Men movies were coming out, there was the Blade films, there was the X-Men, there was, um, and then, of course, uh, the new Batman movies uh, were coming out as well, and, <clears throat> you know, and I just, uh, and I just didn't you know, I just enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed reading it, and I was collecting some. I would go downtown, go to Newberry Comics uh, here in Massachusetts as well. Um, and I still collect a few uh, graphic novels uh, now and then, you know, and I go to different comic book stores, and, you know, I, you know, I give, you know, I read them and, and stuff. And... <clears throat> And of course, I love all different, uh, you know, superheroes. Um, my all-time favorites are, you know, Batman. I already mentioned Superman. I already mentioned Spider-Man, Incredible Hulk. Um, I also like Daredevil. I like Deadpool. I like the Punisher. 
Wolverine. I mean, I like the X-Men. You know, I like the X-Men uh, cartoon series and the movies. But, uh, for, but for me, Wolverine's my all-time favorite X-Men. You know, he's... I mean, of course, he's a badass. I mean, he's everyone's favorite X-Men. And... Let's see. I also like... Um, you know, I do like Harley Quinn, although she's a villain. You know, but uh, lately she's been more of a hero. You know, she's a hero and as a member of the Suicide Squad. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, who else do I like? Oh, Captain America. Yep, I like Captain America. I like uh, Black Widow. And I do like Spawn. Actually, my brother is more of a Spawn fan than I am. Uh, never really read those Spawn comics, but for me, it was, uh, the movie, the original movie with, uh, Michael Jai White, and it was also the HBO series, the cartoon series, and I actually watch, uh, reruns of that on, um, HBO Max, you know, I'll, um, I'll turn it on and, you know, and I'll watch it, and it's too bad that, uh, you know, it ended, like, after only three seasons, because, uh, what many people don't know is that in the fourth season... Um, it was supposed to have um, Spawn trying to stop an uh, arsonist, someone who likes to, you know, build, burn buildings and what have you. And then Spawn also forms a relationship with a little girl, too. So that was what was supposed to happen in the fourth season. And of course, now we're getting another Spawn movie, and that one is going to star jamie fox and you know i'm curious to see how jamie fox does in that role of spawn you know and um you know michael jai white i mean he had a tremendous i mean he played it tremendously you know and um michael jai white is a tremendous actor you know i mean good martial arts actor and you can see him in a lot of action films he also played uh mike tyson in the hbo uh 1995 film um tyson and you know he did a very good job playing playing mike tyson as well and you could also see him in uh undisputed 2 uh last man standing you can catch him in blood and bone which is another good film and he also did um the two sequels to um never back down which were incredible itself but uh yeah those are my um you know, those are my all-time uh, favorite superheroes. And <clears throat> now I'm going to open my kombucha for a bit. going to take a little break, and I'll be right back. All right, I just poured myself some kombucha. And I think now would be a good time to get into our woman of the day. Yep, our woman of the day is Miss Julia Barrett. As you can see right there, looking oh so sexy. Yep, Julia Barrett. She is a plus-size model. And she's someone that I follow on Instagram. And uh, also, uh, shout, out to, um, shout out to her, by the way. And I hope I can have her on my podcast. Um, she's someone that I would like to interview for my podcast. And you can also find her on youtube as well she has her own youtube page uh that's barrett b-e-r-i-t and she is 
Oh, oh, so sexy, man. I'm telling you. The first time I saw her was in the, um, was on one of the reels, uh, for Adore Me on Instagram, Adore Me Lingerie, um, that's on Instagram, and she did this, um, yeah, she did a reel of a photo shoot that she did with, uh, Tyla Gomez, who's another model, uh, there's another one, I forget her name, and I apologize, and then there's <clears throat> Miss BB Rexa, and I have seen that reel thousands of times, and I never get tired of looking at that, and they all look so sexy, you know, with the lingerie, you know, the corset, I mean, just, ugh, just so beautiful, but, uh, Nonetheless, you know, I also watch her other videos and see her try on outfits and, you know, she, I mean, she is a gorgeous BBW. I mean, of course, for those of you who don't know, that's a big, beautiful woman and you should definitely check out her page. And once again, shout out to Julia. If you're listening to this, um, I'd like to have you on. My podcast. I'm in Boston, Massachusetts, and you can also reach me at mbars1986 at gmail.com. And so, cheers. <sighs> oh, that's good. Good kombucha. And now, Another thing I'm going to talk about with uh, comic books and superheroes is the whole uh, Marvel versus DC. You know, that always seems to be the debate. You know, it's always the debate of who has better um, comic books, you know, who has better movies, Marvel or DC. And now here's the thing. I grew up, you know, with DC. I grew up, you know... You know, watching the Batman, you know, the Batman movie, Batman TV series, Batman cartoon, Batman the Animated Series, you know, the Superman movies, and then I also uh, saw, actually, Superman the Animated Series when it came on the WB. But, also, I was also a fan of Marvel as well. Um, I used to watch uh, Spider-Man and his... Um, and his amazing friends. I've watched uh, the other Spider-Man car cartoons as well, like the '67 one, the one that would go Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. <laughs> um, I've also watched the X-Men animated series, and I and I also watched um, X-Men Evolution, which was another X-Men TV series that um, came on, and it was. Um, it came on uh, right after the uh, the X Men movies. You know, I think it was like the after the first the first two X Men films, and um, they were really good. Good, um, you know, they were really good movies, and the TV series was, uh, yeah, the cartoon series was awesome too. You know, I love the animation, and the animation was a was definitely better than the one on uh, the other X-Men series. And, of course, as I say that, um, they're actually relaunching the old X-Men animated series with some uh, new episodes. 
and that is going to be retitled X-Men 97. Of course, uh, the series ended in 97, but um, it started in 92, and I really think that they should call it uh, X-Men 92, but uh, it is what it is. And, and, you know, I used to kind of be into it, you know, this debate too, you know, Marvel, DC, Marvel, DC, and... You know, while I did like Batman, I mean, Batman's, um, I mean, is nowadays Batman's the only real superhero from DC I really like, I'm really into. I mean, I like Superman still a little bit, you know, for nostalgic reasons, but I'm more of also a Marvel person at, at the end of the day, because, um, you know, the Punisher, um, yeah, more so the Punisher, Daredevil, Wolverine, and, um, and Blade, you, you know, I mean, Spider-Man, Hulk, Captain America, and Daredevil are still my all-time favorites, but for me, uh, you know, oh, and Deadpool, too, Deadpool, can't leave out Deadpool, but for me, I don't get into this whole, um, you know, Marvel versus DC thing, I don't think that, um, one is better than the other because they all have good stories and what have you and also i and also they have good movies too they're always coming out with good movies i mean i loved wonder woman i loved wonder woman 84 i actually saw that on uh, christmas day um with my brother um last year well i mean the year before last year i should say yeah my brother and his uh and my mom and a lot of people didn't really like 84 but me personally i liked it i loved the love story and and whatnot i'm probably like the only person that liked wonder woman 84 and and as far as marvel i mean marvel has been coming out with some good films i haven't seen really the new spider-man movies yet i mean because like uh you know i think you know after the you know between this the toby Maguire and the andrew garfield ones i've just been spider-man all out when it came to movies to me it was just like there were just too many spider-man films and and i love um zendaya too because uh you know it's good to see zendaya play mj although she's not really mary jane per se but um but you know i'm a big fan of zendaya and i will try to watch those uh films um uh, i have uh seen black widow i haven't seen all the uh, other avenger films and stuff but I have seen, um, yeah, I have seen Black Widow, and actually I saw Black Widow with my mom, and, uh, that was actually a pretty good movie, you know, we, we both loved that movie, but for me, you know, uh, you know, this whole thing, it's so tribal, you know, it's a, you know, it's still a tribal thing, you know, Marvel and DC, you know, but for me, it, you know, I think you can like both, you know, I mean, there's no shame in liking, um, both, you know, because they both bring something to the table, they both have been around since the, you know, the 30s and 40s and 50s, I mean, they've been through the ups, the downs, and, you know, there's been TV series, there's been movies, and, you know, now they got their own streaming platforms, and, you know, they, um, I mean, there's theme parks, I mean, I think there's gonna be, like, a Marvel theme park, last time I heard, you know, so, um, so, yeah, you know, I mean, they're both 
pretty big in the you know in the entertainment field so like um so yeah there should be really no um there should really be no debate you know or whether you know marvel or dc is better i mean if they, if they still want to have the debate that's fine you know but for me you know i don't get into the whole like tribal thing you know it's kind of like um i am with professional wrestling you know i mean of course back in the days um you know when i was younger yeah it was a you know i liked wcw more than wwf at one point you know because you know i watched a lot of wcw and it was hulk hogan and the nwo and sting and then you know i watched a lot of wwf and you know but nowadays you know i like you know, there are some promotions I like and there are some I don't like, but I'm not tribal about it. You know, I like, um, I like GCW, I like AEW, I like WWE, I like, uh, New Japan Pro, Pro Wrestling, and I'm actually excited for that, um, you know, for the pay-per-view with, uh, New Japan and AEW that's coming June 22nd. I mean, I'm definitely, uh, looking forward to to that you know i like uh ecw i like wcw i like awa uh i like ring of honor you know and i'm glad tony khan is bringing that back soon and i know impact i used to like i don't really like it as much but i'm glad that maria canellas who's um one of my favorite who's one of my favorite divas in wwe um she's in there with her husband mike bennett I also like NWA. Um, you know, I love the NWA. I like what uh, Billy Corgan is doing with it. Yes, Smashing Pumpkins, Billy Corgan owns the NWA, for those of you who don't know. And, you know, I just, you know, I'm just not tribal with it. You know, I'm not tribal with it. I think you can like a little bit of everything. You know, it needs to be a little bit of a buffet, you know, when it comes to wrestling. And also when it comes to comic books, too you know, comic books and mangas and, you know, I mean, I've, um, you know, I've read some indie comics as well. I mean, I'm not really that big into it, but, um, but, you know, I mean, I've, you know, I've, you know, I've read a little bit of everything and it's all pretty good. You know, it's all pretty good. And I think we should all just enjoy comic books. You know, we should all just love superheroes, you know, regardless of what, brand it is you know i mean you know you're not gonna like every superhero granted you know you won't like every superhero but you know it's good to read different things see new faces um you know discover new storylines i mean that's what you need to do i mean that's uh that's really what you need to do and now i'm going to do a special watch along of Batman the Animated Series. I actually really, really wasn't going to do this, but I thought, nah, what the hell, why not do it? And we're going to look at um, one of my favorite episodes. One of my all-time favorite episodes, and that is Le yeah, Legends of the Dark Knight. And this was in season four. Yep, yeah, it was in uh, season four, also known as the Red Sky series. <laughs> and in this one, um, we have these teenagers 
who give their different interpretations of Batman. And I'm going to let you guys uh, go set that up right now on HBO Max or on DVD, whatever you use to use it, because that's what I'm doing right now. I'm going to my HBO Max app right here on my Roku. Uh, so glad I, I got Roku here. Yep, going to go to the hubs. Well, clicked on uh, Turner Classic Movies by accident here. Um, DC. And go to Batman. Right here. Now we're going to animated series. Of course, it's uh, three seasons. They call it uh, season three, but it's actually, uh, it's actually the fourth season. But anyways, and we're going to start in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and go. All right. There we see Bugs Bunny there, the old Warner Brothers logo. And there we see the familiar theme song, opening intro. Yeah, I used to love this as a kid. I mean, I used to live for Saturday afternoons and afternoons after school, you know, just to watch Batman the Animated Series. In fact, actually... Um, I used to go over to my babysitter house, D, and there would always be a debate of whether to watch uh, this or Punky Brewster. <laughs> yeah, I did not like Punky Brewster as a kid, but I've well, gone back and watched some of the episodes, and, uh, you know, not bad. I even liked the, uh, the new Punky Brewster, the reboot, and they should have given it another series, another season, but, nah, oh well. Here we are, Legends of the Dark Knight. And of course, um, the writers and the producers, uh, they gave acknowledgments to the work of Bill Finger, Dick Spingler, and Frank Miller. And there they see uh, the picture of the Gotham uh, Gazette, thinking it's Batman. And the girl here is... Um, Supposed to be uh, Carrie Kelly, a resemblance of Carrie Kelly, you know, from the Dark Knight uh, uh, Returns. <laughs> yeah, when uh, Robin was a girl. Yeah, the new Robin. And they're all just talking about, uh, you know, what they think Batman looks like. Uh, you know, they think, oh, Batman isn't human, you know, he's... You know, and some are saying, like, well, Batman's big and tall and whatever. <laughs> and this one kid, he's now going into the story of, um, you know, his uncle has met Batman and, <laughs> and Robin. And, you know, because when he worked at the, um, you know, the music museum and um, at the Gotham Music Center and then... 
you know, the Joker comes in and then we cut right through right here. And this is supposed to um, resemble the old uh, Bill Finger uh, comic books, um, you know, the 40s and 50s here. And we hear Joker um, over the radio singing, you know, the comedy is finished, you know, singing about stealing laughter. Well, this part where he says, he goes, oh, the Joker, I better stay on my toes. And they're saying, like, he said that out loud? <laughs> well, I mean, if I'm the security guard, I mean, yeah, I would be saying that out loud, too. I'd be like, oh, better stay on my toes. <laughs> and then we see the, we see him locking up everything, and then there's the old jack-in-the-box. Old uh, Joker trade springs, and there's the knockout gas. And oh, flings it right open. Yeah, and actually, uh, it was because of those old comics, you know, it actually inspired the Batman. Um, TV series with Adam West and uh, Burt Ward, and you'll actually see a little bit of it, um, you know, right here, coming up soon. <laughs> yeah, I just like how uh, Joker's men are just like, oh, yeah, 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 that's great. <laughs> Even though they only plucked the ukulele, like, once. And I also love the part here where he says, like, uh, you know, truth be told, strings were never my thing. And he goes, I'm much better with the keys. <laughs> little corny little jokes there as he gets the security guard's keys. Yeah, I love this coming up right here. I think he's going to use the key. Smashes it with the ukulele. Gets the music sheet. And then, then we hear the big horns. The dun, 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 and it's Batman and Robin. Yeah, this is definitely old school Batman. You know, you see him there. He doesn't have the, the gold emblem and, and stuff. And then we see a uh, young Robin. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and they are jumping down. And, and you know, and the thing about, um, about this, um, of course, he's... You know, we discover years later that Batman has studied all different forms of fighting and what have you. But here, we're not seeing any real martial arts. You know, we're just seeing fisticuffs. You know, just old school brawling, boxing. You know, right here. Oh, there's the uppercut. Robin uses a trombone, and then they use the, you know, the drum things. <laughs> and we hear this joke, he goes, not much of a dancer, are you? Now you got the beat. <laughs> yeah, that definitely sounds like something you would have heard in the old school comics back then. Oh, good right hand by Batman. There's the old bone right there. <laughs> Joker goes, I'll have to make a note out of that. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looking at the camera going, I'm not done filling with them yet. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a... I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, people look at it now and be like, oh, this is so corny, but it's like, yeah, that's supposed to be it. That's what the comics were like back then. And now they're going right into the giant um, piano. And now the Joker's going to be uh, playing it right here. And of course, uh, what the Joker forgot to do is remove their utility belts here, which is a major mistake. As we see them uh, rolling around here. And Batman has a, <laughs> a little device there to help cut them open. <laughs> you see the Joker playing on that big piano there. Oh. And now we're starting to think, uh, you know, the heroes are about to meet their doom here. Oh. Then there's the battering, the batterings into the, to his two henchmen. And they run away. You see him, you see the capes flying. <laughs> and I love how Robbie's just like, uh, you know, he's punching his, you know, his hand with his fist. He's going, good thing we thought to wear earplugs, Batman. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, using the violin. Uh, catches the two henchmen. You see the the cave is flying into the to the wind, but there's like no wind and stuff. You know, I guess it's because like they left the window open. I guess you could say that. But even still, uh, Joker sees the saxophone there that Batman's on. The giant saxophone gets in it, blows on it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that'll shadow your eardrums. And he goes flying right in to, to the giant uh, harp. Call the police. We can round up these clowns. I love right here. Shake his hands and he goes, well done, old chum. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's definitely a resemblance of the uh, the TV series, you know, when um, in the beginning, where after they beat up the bad guys, uh, Batman and Robin are shaking hands, and I used to love that as a kid. And we cut to here now, present day. There's this uh, kid named Joel. <laughs> definitely a fuck you to Joel Schumacher. You know, because Joel, he says, oh, I heard, you know, it was, I heard the car, I can drive up walls and of course we saw it in batman forever and batman and robin and also we saw it again in batman begins though i think the the batmobile in that movie was a lot better than the ones in the uh schumacher film no actually i don't think i actually know ah good swig of mystic mango <clears throat> And now we go into Kelly explaining who she thinks Batman really looks like. And goes into Robin's a girl, and we're seeing here the Dark Knight Returns. 
<laughs> and the Dark Knight Returns was actually a graphic novel. Um, you know, my my cousins, um, uh, Marquis, Kayon, and uh, Jason actually had from my auntie Reed. And I I didn't really read it. I was just looking at the pictures. And then years later, I read the graphic novel and. Still to this day, regarded as the greatest uh, Batman graphic novel of all time, and, and it really is, you know, I mean, reading Frank Miller's stuff. And the person who plays uh, the mutant uh, leader in this one, he actually would go on to play um, the Joker on uh, the Batman, uh, the Batman cartoon series. And I remember uh, in the commentary, um, he said that... Um, he was excited to play the mutant leader because he was like, uh, oh man, I used to read that comic, you know, and now I get to play the mutant leader. So that was a real uh, big uh, dream for him. As we see Batman uh, fire off an explosive there from the bat uh, tank, I guess we can call it. Oh yeah, bring the heavy artillery. I love this part where he says it. They don't even wait for an order. Kids these days. No respect. <laughs> and then he fires off, and we're... At first we're like, what? He's firing guns? He's killing them? And you know, he's shooting them? And he goes, rubber bullets. Honest. Yep, they actually were rubber bullets. <laughs> yeah, because as we all know, the Batman does not kill. Now, of course, in the graphic novel, um, in the part right here in the Wasteland, he actually meets uh, the new Robin, Carrie Kelly, for the first time. And here they uh, changed it a bit here. But, of course, they had to do it for, um, you know, for TV purposes. And, you know, you know they're telling uh, their story of uh, what they think Batman looks like. And, you know, and I know that certain things in the comics won't work on TV and movies. So, and also... Uh, in the first fight with uh, Batman and the mutant leader, uh, Batman loses. So they want—they don't want to show Batman losing and stuff like that. They want to make Batman strong. And here, the mutant leader challenges him. <laughs> I like how Batman—he just comes right out of the tank. He goes. Okay, son. Comes down. Show me. Ooh. And uh, this is more of a street fight. I mean, we see Batman right here try to do a karate kick. Nope. Misses. Gets it blocked. And then, oh, smashes the mutant leader's glasses and his nose. Oh, right hand. And now the leader goes up. Oh, kick right to the face. And they're right there in the mud. Oh, yeah, it almost looks like quicksand there. Oh, and we're supposed to believe that, oh no, you know, Batman's gonna die here. <laughs> Yeah, nothing like waking up on a Saturday morning seeing someone uh, about to get strangled in the mud. <laughs> and then we see Robin 
Oh. Slingshot right there. Those three little metal balls. There we see Batman rising out of the mud. All covered in mud. And he's pissed. Oh, left, right. Oh. Jumping kick. And Robin Don. <laughs> Ooh. He dusted. I love this part right here. He says, You don't get it, son. This isn't a trash heap. It's an operating table. Crack! And I'm the surgeon. I just love how the, how the rain comes down and washes his face of the mud, you know, the mud off his face, you know, right as he says, And I'm the surgeon. <laughs> And of course, he originally said that in the comics. You know, he, he said that in, in the in the Dark Knight Returns comic, and he also uh, said it in um, Batman. Um, yeah, in Batman: The Dark Knight Returns um, animated movie as well. And you can go check that out as well. It's a great, um, you know, great animated film. And then they go into this abandoned uh, movie theater. Of course, they think it's Batman. And, of course, they're going to be in for a big surprise. And it is none other than... On, wait for it. Oh, there, brother. Feel it. Firefly. <laughs> yep. And now they're going to try and alert Batman here using the flashlight with the bat signal. Oh, the battery's out. Yeah, battery's dead. Of course, Firefly soon discovers them. Those a gas ball there. <laughs> and now he's going to try and kill the kids. Oh, jeez. That is cold. And we see he's about to fly away. Then all of a sudden, here's the real Batman. Uh, kid thinks he's got a signal. And then Batman uh, reveals that he just followed the clues. <laughs> Bit of a disappointment. And of course, uh, Firefly appeared in a episode earlier on. We saw the origins of his character. And then afterwards, uh, he made like a short cameo appearance in uh, Justice League. And that was about it for Firefly. And... Also, I love this little uh, fire lightsaber here. Definitely influenced by uh, Star Wars, and I think the creator said that it was a little homage to the Star Wars there. <laughs> See it get put out there. And Batman catches him. Handcuffs him. Oh, the kids are definitely in danger now. There's the explosion. Up. Oh. Try to go back out the same way they came in. Nope. 
Exploding Batarang. And they go right out of the theater. And afterwards, the police and the firemen arrive. There's Harvey Bullock. And we see Firefly hanging upside down there with the fire. And of course, it was the kids who made the 911 call. And we see them walking away. That's it. And the one kid uh, thinking that he's not human. And of course, uh, the other kids are like, oh, come on, he's human. He goes, I don't know. I thought I saw things. <laughs> and then it ends right here. Yep, that's the uh, end of the episode. And Shirley Walker, who is, um, you know, who studied under... Um, oh, I forget the name of the guy who did the uh, the score for the um, for the for the Batman uh, eighty nine. Um, yeah, for the Batman uh, eighty nine soundtrack. Um, actually, I'm gonna go look it up right right now. Uh, oh, Danny Elfman. Yeah, Danny Elfman. Uh, she did the um, the score for that uh for the tv series and of course since she has uh passed away but uh she did a really good job uh for the score uh for the tv series you know and um you know the dun, 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 you know it's just so operatic and dramatic and even did a much better job on the um you know on the uh batman mask of the phantasm which you can also go um check my watch along for that on Enter the Batcave, so make sure that you all tune, tune in for that. And now, um, well, that's going to do it. Yep, that'll do it for today's episode of Fun Day Friday. And I'll be back on Monday with Mental Health Monday. And... Then Wednesday, I have uh, Russell Talk Wednesday, and then I'll be back with another fun day Friday. Also, enter the Batcave um, this Sunday, as I mentioned before, review of The Punisher. Yep, The Punisher, Circle of Blood. And also Sunday, over on at GTV695 on Instagram, I'll be doing a post-pay-per-view show this sunday for wwe's backlash so make sure you all tune in for that and you can find this podcast on gamma you can i mean yeah ghana you can find it on spotify hub hopper google podcast amazon and all the other stuff i platforms that i mentioned in the first episode so thank you and i hope you all have a great day on friday Peace out. You are a disgrace. No. No. You are not my father. I am not a disgrace. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am...